This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to Jesse. Let's go to Mary Holm. Uh, who has been much requested in these difficult times. Hi, Mary. Hi, Jessie. Welcome. How are you feeling? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, looking out into the sunshine, and, and I usually work from home anyway, so it's not that different for me. Yeah. Yeah. What about the last couple of weeks, Mary? I just, I've had a heck of a lot of letters yeah. um, for my Herald column and some for, for my segment with you as well, but... A lot of people, it, it's it's interesting though, the, uh, there's a lot of very worried people and there are also, you know, quite a few bright sparks who are trying to work out how to make the most of yeah. of the current market and doing sort of contrarian investing where they, you know, buy now, which is certainly better than selling now, but not necessarily all that wise either. Yeah, you're never a fan of trying to time things. No, that's right, that's right. But I would rather see people buying than selling at the moment. But, yeah, there's a lot of people really over-worrying. I've I've got one letter from a man who thinks, thinks that perhaps the banks, if they're not doing too well in the, in the current months, could actually go into his account and take money out of it. You know, um, that's the level of worry and, and fear for some yeah. people, um, which is really distressing because there's no way <laughs> that that could ever happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a time where rumours and, and fears conspiracy theories tend to prosper, yes. isn't it? Yes, it's, it's, it's really awful. And so I'm sort of, I've, I've been, you know, agonising a bit about trying to answer as many as I can in my Herald column. And that's actually what drew me to start thinking about the, some basic rules about KiwiSaver. And and that led to what I've decided to put together is, is how to sort of get a warrant of fitness for your KiwiSaver. And yeah. it, it's, it's partly about what people in KiwiSaver or in any other managed fund, for that matter, um, what they could be doing or should and should not be doing with their with their investments right now. Also, I thought, well, quite a lot of people have got, got more time at the moment to, to be doing something like that. So I've come up with a list of, of 13 different things that people should consider about their KiwiSaver. And, you know, perhaps... If they're stuck at home, they might sit down for an hour or two next to the computer because there's quite a lot of computer tools I'm suggesting people use and and work through it and and come out with a much better KiwiSaver. From the, and then they can actually leave it alone uh, largely until they start drawing money out in retirement. You know, they, I mean, it's just a question of getting the settings right. I think you've got quite a, de- a detailed um, guide to this in the Herald this weekend. That's but, right. Um, yes. but, but give us the sort of the, the nuts and bolts, if you would. Yeah, yeah. I've got this sort of 13 different, different steps I've looked at, and, the, and we can run through them pretty quickly. The first one is if you're in KiwiSaver but not contributing, because perhaps you're on a savings suspension, or if, if you're not employed, you might have just simply stopped 
putting money in and I'm saying do start again. Although if you were really particularly worried about, you know, that you might lose your job for the next in the next little while, you may, maybe now's not the time to start putting money into, into KiwiSaver. But what I'm suggesting those people then do is instead be put just put that the money that would have gone into KiwiSaver into a bank savings account. And if they don't need to draw on it in the next few months while things are tough, then put that as a lump sum into their KiwiSaver and just start contributing again because it's a real pity. People who are, not, you know, who are in the scheme but not contributing are just missing out on so much. Okay. Um, the second one is, is just saying, saying to people, if you don't know who your provider is and you don't know the name of your fund... Now's the time to get that sorted because you can't do much else if you don't know those, and apparently quite a lot of people don't. Yeah. So you you just need to, to find out who your provider is, that's like, like your bank or another company that runs your KiwiSaver. Uh, ring 0800 KiwiSaver, and that takes you through to Inland Revenue. And if you, you just have to have your IRD number with you, which everybody who's, just about every adult in New Zealand has an IRD number, I think. Have that with you. And then IRD can tell you who your KiwiSaver provider is. And then if you don't know what's the name of your particular fund, have a look at any information your provider's sent you or phone them or email them and say, hey, I'm Bill Bloggs, Um, can you tell me what fund I'm in? Um, And they should be able to tell you. And then once you're armed with that information, you've got the name of your fund, then you can go online and I use I make a lot of use of the KiwiSaver Fund Finder, which is on sorted.org.nz. Yeah. Um, you can find out on that website how risky your particular fund is. You, there's a place where you check your current fund, and they, and then you can find out how risky your fund is. And you can also then find out whether that risk is the right level for you. A lot of people are in a fund that's not risky enough for them or too risky for them. Um, and so finding out which level is right for you, there are just three questions you answer, and they're around how soon you're going to spend the money and um, how you can, how much you can tolerate the ups and downs of the current market. And yes, well, this last couple of weeks has been a good lesson in that, hasn't it? It certainly has. Yes, suddenly people are finding that they're in a riskier fund than they can really cope with and they're worrying a lot about it. Um, I mean, my basic advice to them is is sit tight. Um, the, the markets will come back again. They always do. There's absolutely no reason why in the current situation that won't happen again. I've got a good letter in my, in my column this Saturday, actually, from a man pointing out that, you know, that companies keep on producing goods and services and the vast majority will keep doing that. Okay, look, there are some industries like airlines and tourism where some of the companies are going to um, fold probably and, and at least do worse for quite a long time. But the vast majority of companies out there will keep producing goods and services and we'll keep buying them. And, you know, a year or two from now, it'll, everything will just be drifting along as it always was. And so if people just calm down, um, the things will come right again. But um, if people discover from that, doing that KiwiSaver Fund Finder, um, 
exercise or they already just know that their fund is too risky for them, then there's some guidelines I've got on which basically are saying if you don't need to spend the money for a while, please just sit tight and go and do other things. Don't look at your KiwiSaver balance. Um, yeah, someone just texted me reporting that they've lost $2,000 in just the last couple of weeks. There's lots of that out there, Mary. What's your sort of key message yeah. to people like that? Right. Please, don't, you're looking at your balance, that person. I haven't looked at mine. I don't know what I don't know what's happened. I, I mean, I know that it's gone down, but um, it'll come back up again. Don't dwell on that. You haven't lost that money unless you step in and take the money out or move it to a lower risk fund or something like that. Then you will have actually lost that money. But to say you've lost it if it's just your balance has just gone down is. It's not really what's happened. It's just that your balance has gone down. <laughs> and it will come back up again. I mean, goodness me, after the, you know, the Great Depression of the early 1930s, the share markets came back up again, and what we're facing now is nothing like that. And also, back then, the governments didn't understand. They, they said, oh, gosh, the economy's contracting. We've got to contract too, and they stopped spending since then, economists have learnt that's the absolutely wrong thing for governments to do. So instead, governments, including the New Zealand government, are getting in there and putting money into the economy. You can see in all kinds of ways the government is, is helping out individuals and businesses um, just keeping things afloat. And because that's happening, we won't have anything like the Great Depression of the 1930s. And so the share markets will come back much faster than they did then. It won't be years. You know, I've got letters from people saying I'm in my 70s and, and that my KiwiSaver provider's telling me to just hang in there and it'll come right, but I haven't got time because I'm in my 70s. It's as if they think it's going to take 10 or 20 years or something. It's not. <laughs> I promise mm. it won't. It'll, I don't know quite how long it will take, but um, actually this week the New Zealand and World Share Markets... Um, through the week, I think they're higher than they were at the beginning of the week. The last time I looked, which was this morning, I think, in both cases they were, you know, they sort of been inching back up. I'm not saying that means they're going to keep going back up. It might, or they might, or they might not. But we're not in for an unmitigated plunge that will not, you know, that won't come back up again. That is not what's happening. Okay. So, um, um, time for one final point, Mary? Yes, uh, yeah, because we're running short of time, aren't we? So, yes, I mean, you might want to have a look. I'd, I'll also put this list on my website, maryholm.com, from Sunday on, um, a list of the things to do. But but basically, um, what you know, it, it also tells you what to do if your fund is actually not risky enough for you, if you how to check whether you're paying too much in fees, what to do if you want an ethical investment, um, those are the main messages, but now's just a really good time for people to take a deep breath, let their Kiwi savers sit there and be, but trim it round the edges, you know, get it right so that when the market comes back up again, they're in there doing the best they can. Thanks, Mary. Really appreciate you being available for us, and I'm sure loads more questions will come in before our next chat in a couple yes, of weeks' time. Indeed. Thank you. Sure. Bye. Bye. Mary Holm, personal finance expert. Uh, with some thoughts on weathering the storm.